This episode is brought to you by marketing consulting firm, the Bonafide Lyrics and Marketing, LLC, where creativity meets business. You can check us out at www.theblm.com for more information on how we help local artists and creatives maximize their business presence. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. It's the All Love, No Fear Podcast. Hey, It's hey. the All Love, No Fear Podcast. Hey. Check hey. us out. Hey. It's the All Love, Oh, No Fear Podcast. Podcast. Uh-huh, uh-huh. All Love, Oh, No Fear Podcast. We are here. We are here. Episode 14. Episode 14. You didn't even know what episode know. it was. You was going mad hard. Didn't even know what episode it was. Look at, Look at you. Look at you. Look at you. You were like, number, 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 number. <laughs> that, that's, that's what I felt like I said. I was going to say episode three. I was like, no, it's season three. It's season three. Yes. Episode 14. Yes. Yes. Yes, we are here. Of the All Love No Fear podcast. Yeah. We here. We in the building. Nami. New building. New building, yes, new building. New place, new uh, place. New place, new place. Uh, the Bennetts are officially uh, residing in the borough where it's thorough. The best to ever do it. The county of Queens. Ask about us. <laughs> That's right. The kids can say what they want, but Queens is the borough where it's thorough. I mean, we've given you Nas. We've given you 50 Cent, who we're ashamed of, but whatever. <laughs> he did have a run. We've given you Run DMC. We've given you um, Ja Rule, Sands Fire Festival. We don't take responsibility for that as a county. Um, we've given you a lot. We've given you so many things. So many things we've given you. So just, you know, put some respect on it. Word. Word. Did I mention that we gave you Nas? Did I mention that? That's the first thing you said, actually. Okay, great. I just wanted to reiterate that we did, in fact, give the people Nas. Okay. Okay. We also did give them um, Stack Bundles, rest in peace. Um, we we give we just give you know <laughs> just give <laughs> queens gives queens gives that's right so we here how you feel um feel to good. officially be off off the ghetto island well, I think we get <laughs> are you arguing that Long Island is not in fact ghetto Go, Long, Long Island is trash just it's, a bit it's it's like it's always been trash right for a long time I, I think people are realizing the trashness of Long Island but it has been trash for a very long time. I mean, you got to respect the consistency on some on some level. Um, People are reading like news twelve comments, and like. <sighs> yeah, if you are if you live on Long Island and you follow news, don't. Well, first of all, don't follow news twelve on social media. Just don't. Personal recommendation, but if you choose to, um, just stay out the comments because folks be wilding. Like just people. News 12 comments is the definition of people just be saying anything because people really do just be in them comments saying anything. And it doesn't even make sense. It's not like in any way related to any logic of any kind. It's literally just people saying something they got off Breitbart or something. Like just, it's not based in any reality, any fact, nothing. Just people just be saying words. Just words, words be saying and it'd be over trash. Yeah, I'm like, that's why I said people just be saying anything. Yeah. Anything. Word. Um, how you doing today? I am good. I'm I have my coffee. Um I we've been moving all weekend, so it's just been oh, yeah. and we still not all the way done. No. Like we almost done. We got a majority of the stuff in the new spot. Um just a few things that we need to get from the old spot. But Word. 
Then it's like all these boxes. Like the living room is literally full of boxes. Like we don't have a couch yet. And at first I was annoyed because just for the people out there who are interested in purchasing a couch, apparently there's some supply chain issues out there in the couch streets due to um, COVID. And so couches everywhere are taking mad long to come. The earliest was December. I remember we we had one couch. It was like December. We were like, oh, maybe we'll look at a different couch. Looked at a different couch and they said January. We were like, all right. We were like, not January. I said, I could I could be couchless for a month. End of January. Not like yeah, not even like January 1st, January 2nd. Like, oh, no. It was like, yeah, January like January 26th. 29th. Yeah. I, was like, I was like, this is ridiculous. Good, sir. <laughs> good, sir. I'm not you getting ready. You can't be without a, a couch till after the new year. Yeah, I'm like, after, I'm going to just, I'm going to have a Christmas tree and no couch. After MLK holiday. <laughs> yeah. It's like, come look at my Christmas tree. I don't have any furniture to sit on, but look at my Christmas tree. Like, that's just not really a look. Yeah, you know what I mean? You want to sit. Yeah, people want to sit. People want to admire, you know, whatever. So, Yeah. So I'm like, I was thinking to myself, I'm actually kind of thankful because the living room is literally housing most of the boxes at the yes, moment. a couch would, would not be. It would, it would make for a very uncomfortable situation. We're going to get through this stuff because it's really just like, the one thing I'll say about moving, you don't realize how much shit you got, excuse me, how much stuff you got until, until you, uh, you, you have to Oh, the record it. scratch. What? Um, I'm sorry. I got a little liberal. My bad. Um, but yeah, you don't realize how much stuff you really have until you like start moving. You'd be like, who bought all this? Who does this belong to? Where was I keeping it? Because the place we're in now is much bigger than the previous place. And I'm like, we had all this over there? How? Where was it? Who even knows? So it's just like, I'm just looking at these boxes like excited to unpack, but also like not excited to unpack. Cause I'm gonna get so much stuff, but we'll get through it. It'll be fine. We'll do what we have to do. Um, but yeah, I'm grateful. I'm excited. I'm thankful that it's finally happened. We've moved, and we're doing good. I can't complain. Word, word, word. I can't complain. How are you? Um, I'm all right. I I think um, election day. By the time you listen to this, it will be election day. Yes. Um, like I said, I mean, like I see like the comments. I've, I, and the country like, could be going up in flames by the end of the day tomorrow. Who knows? Yeah, and, and, and it's and the whole thing is insane. Um, it's it's everyone's it's weird. Crazy. It's weird, like perspectives people have on certain things, and like I feel like people are just not using logic about how things go. Mm-hmm. Um, about like support, like. I get it. You you all have different views. If you just want more money, or lower, or, or you just don't want to pay taxes on your business, fine. Then say that. Mm-hmm. Don't just try to, to say that don't go. don't try to tell me that forty five is like the Christian. <laughs> like don't don't do that. Yeah. Like don't 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 try to just 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 say you want more money. Just say you say you want money, and you don't care about everything else. You just want more money. Just say, if you say that, great. Say say those words and stop acting like everything else. <laughs> stop trying to justify you want you your greediness. Yeah, just yeah. American greed is the right thing. No, it's it's a little disgusting. Uh, I was having a conversation with my Lyft driver the other day about like the biggest crutch that America has. I think is that as a culture we don't care about anybody else but ourselves. Like it's literally just about me and my immediate yeah. people. I don't care nothing about what nobody else is doing, what they got going on. It don't matter to me. Yeah, people always think it's like a Black American thing. It's just an American thing. 
Because mm-hmm. people are like, does black people only care about stuff? Crabs in a barrel? I'm like, it's just American. Mm-hmm. Americans have a problem with caring about others. <laughs> yes, yes. We have a problem with putting other people before ourselves. It's just an American mindset that we need to stop adopting. And Big do facts. That. And um, speaking of how people can feel ashamed about this. <laughs> That's fine. Um, That's fine. I just want you to know, anytime a new song comes from this man, you might hear it on this podcast. Just because yes, Mark is... Just, just this keep, is Mark's his, favorite his, artist of 2020. He's, he's my favorite artist of 2020. I don't know. I've, I don't know why I've been missing out on him my whole life. Well, Right. Well, not your whole life, but just like... The last three years, at least. Because he's been out for like the last three years. Yeah. Um, or, or more. Yeah. Just, well, know, I mean, like... Yeah. Based they, off of title. Mm-hmm. Yes, right, right. <laughs> according title. to the streaming. According to, according to streaming last three years, but he might have been local for a while. For a while, yeah. Um, yes. This is PJ Morton. Who is also amazeballs. I think we've had him as our feature before. Yeah. He sounds like Stevie Wonder to me. Yeah, he PJ does. PJ really He said, you should be ashamed. You, you should. should be. And it's your ignorance. He said, you stupid. That won't give me a Just give me a chance, please. Help me. Because of the color of my skin. Of my darker complexedness. Me black. Open your ears, please. And after all this time. All this time. Sing, PJ. Come on, son. You should be ashamed. Hey. You should be ashamed. What more will it take? What, what more? What more? That's what we want to know. They ain't never going to realize. Yes, it's not right. Dead wrong. At all this time. Look. Look at you. Look at you. Not one. Who's fault is Not one. Not one. (laughs) All this time You You should should be ashamed ashamed. Uh Big shamed Big shamed You don't even try They won't even try You want to change the tune or what you do? So, so hard. It's impossible. You have to see this. Come on, son. Stop playing games. 50 Cent, Ice Cube, all y'all. Yeah, yeah. After all this time. You should be you ashamed. You should be ashamed. Mm-hmm. Little Wayne also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all you Christians. Yeah, yeah. Who be supporting 45. Yeah, yeah. What are y'all doing? Yeah, yeah. I don't understand. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Y'all sound crazy thinking that he's a Christian. Christian where? Who said that? Y'all sound <laughs> insane. Jesus don't know him. He don't know him at all. He don't know Jesus. <laughs> they should try. He should try Jesus. He should try. But he don't know him. 
All right. So if you're ashamed, you're ashamed if the song meant something to you, uh, you know, do better. If you feel it in your spirit and want to share it with a friend who might need to do better, do that. You know, you don't even know Bible if you said two Corinthians. Huh? When you said two Corinthians. Child. You know, you don't even know Bible. No, but what Bible? Where? No, no one says what? two Corinthians. No one. Nobody. Never, never in all my years. If you went to any church, you've heard, you've never heard two Corinthians. Never, not never, not never. <laughs> and I've been to several churches of several denominations over my lifetime, and I ain't never two Corinthians ever heard nobody say no two Corinthians. Like people, like the people that consider themselves to be actual Christians that think this dude is a Christian smoke crack. Like that's, I'm convinced they they smoke crack or they do math or something because. I, th- I think there it, is no way. It, I think it's strictly. There is no way. That your man's forty-five is a Christian. There is no way that could ever be true. Hey, listen, I, I get a whole song going over here. Let me just, let me just dial it back, honey. Dial it back. Trials. <laughs> I can't. All right. Um, I can't. Yeah, Mark and I, Mark and I came out here and did a little bit more, right. so we apologize. But um, let's get right. Let's move on. Um, yeah, let's to move our on. Love it. Or lose, lose it. it. Hey, love it. Or lose it. Hey, love it. Or lose it. Hey, love it. Or lose it. Hey, 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 hey. So, Love It or Lose It for season three, episode 14 of the All Love No Fear podcast is Southern hip hop artists. Okay. Um, I'm scared. I think think this this. this kind of um, came up after like talking about the TIGZ thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So, the four, and this is strictly their music, this is not everything else they do. Okay. Because if you can do everything else to do, then it'll be, I understand why it'll be harder, but this is strictly, strictly their, their music. music. All right, let me write this down. Hold on. You'll, you'll remember these names. This is okay. Easy. All right, the four names are T.I., mm-hmm. Jeezy, mm-hmm. Rick Ross, mm-hmm. Lil Wayne. Strictly their music. Not, Strict- not their views, not what they do outside. Strictly music for music, song for song. Okay. Uh, my lose is Lil Wayne. Okay. Um, Lil Wayne, I like his music. Don't get me wrong. Um, he's got some hits. He's got some bangers. He's got some things that uh, are jammable for sure, 100%. And I mean, during his run from like 03 to like 09-ish, I want to say, like he was, he was giving us that fire. He was giving us that heat. But his music just don't move me. In the same way that um, a Rick Ross or a Jeezy or a T.I. has moved me. Like, I associate the other three with, like, college and writing papers at 4 a.m. in the Hammer Lab. Shouts to Hofstra. Um, I, I guess you went to college. Diff- I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Because my college was, was, was more Lil Wayne. With all like, Wayne. Yeah. I mean, Lil Wayne was... Lil, Lil Wayne was my college... Was during all of my college run. Yeah, Lil Wayne was more of a thing when I was in high school. Like, yeah. high school is when people were, like, hardcore, like, Wayne fans. Yeah, I remember this girl, this girl I went to high school with was, like, obsessed with him. Because like, Carter 3 came out, like, 2003, I think. Yeah, and I was yeah. still in high school. Yeah. So, yeah. 
Like Wayne is great, but like if I had to choose out of them four just strictly based on music, like I'm not pressed to go find a Lil Wayne song. Like if it comes on, I'm like, like what was that song that came on the other day that had R. Kelly on it that I was really upset about? I'll make it rain. Make it rain. I was big mad. I was just like, so sad. But I like that song a lot. Yeah. I do. Um, but yeah, Wayne, I could, I could lose. So out of those four, Little Wayne has forced himself upon me. <laughs> He has. I resist the little Wayne. For so long. It sounds like a really uncomfortable sexual assault situation that you're describing. It sounds like, like I resisted for so but, long because, like, I was I, because for a long time I was very northeast East Coast rap. I was very East Coast hip hop with like how I rap. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you still kind of are, but you know. Yeah, yeah. but like, I've I've adapted a lot more to the sound of Southern. Mm-hmm. And, and to the to the style of Southern, and I've adapted a lot more. Right. But I was very resistant to like down south hip hop. Mm-hmm. Um, Hard to do in Virginia. Yeah. Yeah. But like he, for, cause like his run, like he just kept putting putting himself in everybody's song. He was everywhere. He just kept doing it, and I was like. You couldn't get away from it. He was like, like you're going to like one of these songs. You're going to like yeah. one of them. You're going to get into me. Because I, I feel like I felt the same way when like he first started like becoming like really popular mainstream. And I remember in high school, people said, Wayne, Wayne. And I was like, guys, I don't care. Yeah. Like, and, and you know what it was? You're trying to make me bo- care and I don't care. Like, it was because people kept saying like, you know, he's like Jay-Z. I'm like, he's not. I was like, where? Oh, remember that terrible Mr. Carter song that I wish they would never have done? Oh. That's what I I'm trying to say. Like, stuff I like, didn't need it. I think stuff like that was like... I didn't need it. It wasn't necessary. So, like, stuff like that, like, I think the fans kind of messed me, messed me up. Because Lil Wayne fans were annoying. Maybe, they were. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's what messed me up a little. Because their, fan, their fans were... His, you didn't like the Wayne half? His, his fans were quite annoying. But, they were intense. They were intense. But I'll, I'll give you that. kind of forced me to start listening to him. And then, like, when I finally went back, I was like, okay. With a different mind. <laughs> of, like, like, this is, this of, is like, the, fan, the fans not... Assault to me, <laughs> right? This isn't. Awful. I can see why he he's good, and like in the certain verses that he has done or certain hooks he's done that are memorable for me. I am a beast. Feed me rappers or feed me. Yeah, <laughs> I mean he did give he did he did close that song out in like in in an amazing way. That is yeah. to me that is like a top notch like Lil Wayne, yeah. Lil Wayne verse. Like yeah. just the way he comes just like listening to the rest of the song and just listening to the way he comes he just in. Has like to be, like, like it, it it excites me when like, I hear it. Like so, like you know the you know certain things is like like I said, I I I've I've been talking about this um within like the last few weeks. It's like a good flow mm. will fix will like Make you like a like a song for um, someone's verse more. Oh, it, it don't have to be the best metaphors. Everything, a, a good flow, a good way you start that flow. Mm-hmm. People will automatically be like, "All right, this verse is better than mine." <laughs> yeah. Like I feel like when he said, "I am a beast," everybody was like, "All right, I guess he won this one." Huh? I guess this one is going at the end. <laughs> I guess I, I guess like, he won this one. This this is he got this one. <laughs> I mean, you know, it was the best of it. Yeah. It was the best of it. Yeah. And not, not, not to say that other people weren't good, but it was just like, there's something about the way sometimes that an artist opens opens their verse on a song that you just, it just captivates yeah. you. Like, what was it? Um, we, we were watching Busta Rhymes did like a live thing um, this past weekend at the Apollo for his new album. And um, he played part of, um, what's that song? Uh, touch It? Yeah. Um, no, Touch It is his song. Not Touch It. What's the one with, with Rod Digger? See, he's sitting there looking stuck. 
he thinking because he spent yeah. a little dough. No, no, let's touch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's like, like oh, you know, I, I know you're talking about bust around, but you're talking about Rod Digger. Yes, yes, I'm talking like, like there's some there's stuff about like just the way she opens that, like it's just like it captures your attention, and it's just like, well, all right, let me see what you're talking about. Let me yeah. let me get into it, and that's I feel that same way about Lil Wayne on that. Um, we take it over. It's just like there's something about it that like. It makes you stop and be like, "Well, what's happening here?" Yeah, all it, right. It just it just makes you all mad. Like, oh, I see what you did here. Yes, I, I see. I see what you came to do. You you weren't coming to play with these yeah. kids. Um, Little Wayne did that. One of my favorite songs um, from Players with Players Circle. Oh yeah! Oh my god, <laughs> Mark do love him some Duffel Bag Boy. If I don't do nothing, I'm a ball. I'm counting all day like, like the plaques on the wall. Go and get your money, little duffel bag boy. Go and get your money, little duffel bag boy. And I ain't never ran from her. And I think I'm showing about to pick the day to start running. Money! All right. Um, the beat's so hot. The flow was so ice cold. All right, two James. Walking to the Gucci store. O M I ho. Listen, that's when I became a two chains fan. Did back when he was called Titty Boy. But I was like, oh, I like this. Whatever this is. Yeah. But, I'm into but like, but when it like Lil Wayne was like, he's he's not my um love it, but he's not my lose it. Okay. You're gonna be upset if I lose it. If you say Ti, get out. No, it's not Ti. I lose it is Rick Ross. Get out. out. <laughs> I'm not doing this. Get out. I lose it is Rick Ross. Mark, get out. I don't. The podcast is over. It's been great, guys. Thank you so much for coming because. I lose it is Rick Ross. We got to stop playing Love It or Lose It because this is creating some tension between me and you. Like, there's always somebody over here saying wild things. It's always you. And you were saying wild things. Where? When? This is what episode you said something wild. I was like, what's happening? Okay, one. You you do it every episode. Not every episode. We are, what is this, like episode 70 and you still keep saying wild things. Go on. So, I am not really a big fan of Rick Ross. Can't see, can't see how when you hear Maybach music, I don't, like you already know fire is coming. Like, what's like, the conversation? Like, I like, I think I like his hooks. I like the vibe of the song, but I've never... Really like hype about a Rick Ross verse, and that is just me. Okay, you don't like luxury rap? It's fine. Luxury rap. <laughs> you don't like it? It's fine. I don't. I don't. I. I just. I just never can get into it. Okay. Um, and I appreciate his hard work. I appreciate his rap. I appreciate his talent. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know why I can't get into it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why I have a block with all his music. Like, like I, I always try to. I always, Are you a fat shamer? <laughs> you know, not a fat shamer. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> but like, um, but like every every time, like music, I'm always I, I always try to get into it. So I listen to his album and everything. Like, mm-hmm. it just it just never it just doesn't it connect. Doesn't, it doesn't to connect you. with me. Okay, it doesn't. That's fine. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, it, do, it doesn't do the same thing for me. Um, like I said, I, I liked hustling when it came out. I rock with it. Um, Still bangs to this day. Like I like I like a lot of his songs. Like it just it just doesn't like compared to the other three, it just doesn't doesn't, it doesn't do it for you. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 if we're doing it out of those four, mm-hmm. it doesn't do it for me. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Well, you know. Like he you knows I, I never really play it with Rick Ross. You're, you're not into it. Like I'm always the one that that's into Rick Ross. But you know. Because I love that uh, that Jay Z and Rick Ross song. It gives me yeah. a great deal of life. But I'll, I'll listen to that for Jay Z though, even if exactly like you'll tolerate the little 
the little uh, the little uh, Rick Ross part. Uh, even just, like just the, to get to Jay Z. Because even like the um, what's it called, the Meek Mill, Rick Ross, Jay Z. Like, I'll listen to the Rick Ross thing, but I'm here for the Meek Mill and Jay Z part. I know, I know how you are. I know you don't, you don't care. Like, I think he's a good addition to songs. I think yeah. he, like, it's just I don't, I don't know if I'm, I'm sold on him. I just landed in Europe. Shopping bags. I'm a tourist. It gives me what I need. That's fine. All right. Um, who's your love it? My love it. My love it. My love it. My love it. This is hard. This is hard. Um, but I think my innate choice for love it is T.I. Um, I think because my freshman year spring break, I went to Atlanta. And when I tell you that King album was everywhere, you could not go nowhere in Atlanta without hearing that King album. What you know about that blasting everywhere. Um, I think uh, T.I. is my favorite. I like, I like his music a lot. Like, I can listen to his albums and feel... You know, I like how he raps. I like his cadences. I like the way he pronounces his words. Like, it's very Atlanta. Very, like, he's never changed it over the years. Like, it's literally the same, like, voice. It's very, very Atlanta. Um, I like his, I like how he puts words together. I like his wordplay. I like the beats he chooses. Um, I like, like, I don't, I don't think I've ever heard a T.I. song I don't like. Like, there might be songs that I don't necessarily gravitate to immediately, but, like, I've never listened to a T.I. song and been like, oh, turn that off. Hate that. And I like the diversity of music that he puts out. Like, he'll give you a, a jefe or a what you know about that or, you know, but then he'll turn around and give you a, a live your life or a why you want to go and do that. Like, he just, I like how he mixes things up. Like, he has a sound, but it's not like, there are some artists who I feel like put out the same music over and over and over again. And I feel like I like how he experiments with stuff, but still is himself and sounds like himself. And, you know, even though he's been an active rapper for like about 20 years, I want to say, because if uh, the King album came out in 2006 and he was out from before that, because I think I first saw him. I think the first time I ever saw T.I. actually was. Never scared. Yeah, that's most I was like, who is that? That's, that's where most people like up here. Yeah, I was like, I was like, who is this? Yeah, I'm like, he came and closed the song out. Like, I was just like, well, oh, well, I'm yeah, that's where, that's where most people, yeah, and I think that about. was like, what, oh, two, and that was that was real, real thuggy TI. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> I mean, let's just be clear. Just because he wears nice suits now, I don't. I don't feel like anything's changed. No, he I just know. dresses but, nicer. Like, but, but how you? But how you looked then? I was like, yeah, he looked. He looked like he may have caught a body before he came to the video shoot. But that's allegedly. Yeah. Um, I'm just saying how he looked. I'm not trying to cast aspersions on his character. I'm just saying that's how he. Had I, I, I know. I know. Ti was different because, like, I, I used to use the description of like if some place looked like the outside of a Ti video. I used to use that description because outside Ti video looked crazy. Like when yes. he's outside rapping, and you look outside like yo, yo, I'm not. I don't know where you are, but I don't want to go there. 
it don't look good. Like what was it? Bankhead? Yeah. Yes, it's it's yeah. I'm like I'm not, I'm not, I don't know where Bankhead is, but I don't want to I don't want to go there. <laughs> yeah. I don't want that. Like so, Southern hoods frighten me. Yeah, I would. I'll, I'll, I'll do New York hoods all day. Yeah. Southern hoods frighten me. Yeah, I I I I was kind of standing in an Atlanta hood like around the time I went to because we went to some random gas station. You know, we was young. We didn't know no better. We was riding around. Because my friends went to Georgia State, and so we was rolling around with them. And I was just like, they seemed comfortable, but I was looking around like, <laughs> Brownsville doesn't frighten me, but this. Yeah. New York hoods, I'm cool. I could do I New York hoods. I have some questions. But them down south hoods? I'm like, girl, I gather my things and go. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when they those types of apartments that set up like, where it's like one central courtyard in the middle and all. I don't like that. Mm-mm. Something about it makes me very nervous. I don't enjoy it. I said, I need, I need a different setup. This, this setup ain't going to work. So, yeah, no. But, yeah, T.I. Is my, is my love it out of, this, out of this group. I was debating between him and um, Rick Ross, but I think, you know, T.I. is it. Yeah. Is it for me? Even though I think Jeezy will wash him. That's what I said. I, I was going to be versus battle. I was going before Ti and Young Jeezy, but I think Ti has better songs. Yeah, like, Ti oh, probably oh, has better. Songs, I think yes. overall Ti has better songs and more commercially successful. Yeah, Jeezy performs better. Probably his songs perform better. His songs hit better in a concert setting, which is in a what, live performance. Yeah, live performance, which is okay. what this what what kind of determines the verses. Okay, what performs better? Yeah. Um, I think um, what was interesting is so I, I think Tia's T- T- my love at first for all the same reasons I don't want to like repeat all the things you said mm-hmm. <laughs> for a lot okay. of the same reasons but um, it was close with Jeezy but um, okay. I think that um, someone made a statement I think, I think Reason was talking about Kendrick mm-hmm. and who was saying how Reason's a rapper who's part of uh, uh, TDE oh we, we haven't featured him maybe we haven't I don't think so. All right, we'll feature next time. Mm-hmm. Um, Reason, who's on TD, he was saying, like, how Kendrick was saying, when you make an album, when you make songs, think about how it performs. Mm-hmm. And I think people lose that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, of course, not every album is, like, not every song, but, like, if, if, you're, if you want to perform it and if you want to go to a concert, certain, certain songs... Their sound performs better than others. Right. Like certain songs are good when you just chill in your house, just chilling. But right. certain songs are better in performance. Yeah. Um. And it's built for performance. Like, like, like for instance, um, Beyonce, mm-hmm. she writes songs for performance. Mm-hmm. So sometimes when you just listen to it, you're kind of like, ah, what is this? But, but then when you see her do it, you're like, oh. It's kind of fly. I'm I'm with it. Yeah, certain songs are just just built for performance. Like formation is not a song that I think I would have been interested in just from the audio of it. Yeah, I'm like it's cute, but I'm like okay. But seeing her perform it, or you know what, the, the video, the video, yeah, and seeing her perform it at the Super Bowl and stuff like that, I'm like oh I'm with it. Like even her most recent. Lion King-ish I can't remember the name of it yeah. Album But that album There's a song on there Called Already And I was like Oh this is kind of like A cute little bop But like I kind of feel like I don't know how I feel about This like Afro beats Like all these artists Trying to take on This Afro beats Then I saw the video And I was like Well let me reevaluate My thoughts about this <laughs> Yeah like, like Because like the, the visual Of seeing it performed I was like 
Yeah, because I think that it added something to it and made it more um, interesting to me. I think that's why she does visual albums. Yeah, she knows that her songs are better with visuals. With the visuals, yeah, with like performance and like it's mm-hmm. just, it, it, they're built for that. Right, they're not built for just chilling in your car driving. Listen yeah. to it. So I, th- I think um, if you if you want to perform everything like your, your, your song and and songs like that, they tend to like do better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, yeah. Because performance and everything, but that doesn't mean you don't make songs like that. But I, I think that's um, yeah, it's something you have to think about when you're when you're creating something because you're assuming that people like it. Just like some songs, they might be great lyrically, but it's like in a concert setting where it's loud, it's crowded. You know, you, you, COVID, of course. Yeah, it's like you have to. You can't, it has you can't, to you can't be, just you can't just stay on stage and just rap. Yeah, like yeah, you, you, no. gotta, you gotta you gotta have do something. something. You gotta you need something there to like to kind of perform into it. Yeah. Which and make and engage people in the audience and make them like feel like they're part of the experience. Like for example, um, J Cole. J Cole has a very like sublime kind of way he makes music, and and you wouldn't think that his songs are the types of songs that would go off in a concert, but they do. Yeah. Like his song, like his songs aren't overtly hype. Like, they're very, like, you know, you bop your head, you rap along, whatever, whatever. But, like... But he also has a good performance. He knows how to make it that way, too. Right. And, but it's, like, listening to the album, like, there's some of his songs where I would be like, oh, okay, this would be a cool little bop. And then I went to the concert, and I was like, well, you know what? I see what he did here. Yeah. I see how he finessed this into making it something that would be engaging in a concert setting. And his concert, he, it wasn't like he had a whole lot of graphics or anything. And he was dressed like a bum. Like, he legit had on, like, yeah. some sweatpants, some high socks, some chucks, and, like, some random T-shirt. Yeah. And I don't think there was really anything on stage besides the DJ. Yeah. But, like, he was able to engage with his music in that format. So I think Reason did make a great point. It's like, some songs you could lyrical miracle people to death and do all of that. But if... When it gets to a live performance, people are just kind of standing there like, okay, then, you know, is it really that great? Yeah. Because touring is how you make money Yeah. as an artist. It's not just people buying an album because people don't buy albums anymore. So you got to make something that will go off at a concert that will make you money. Because people will be like, oh, you should go to that so-and-so concert. It was lit. When they come to your city, you should go. And there are people, you know, depending on where they live, that will go to the same concert multiple times. Yeah. Like, you know, when Beyonce comes, it's like, I know people who went to see her uh, when she performed at Shea Stadium and when she went to Meadowlands, to the one we went to. So there are people who will go around and see the same person, depending on where they live, if the location is close enough to them. They'll see them two and three times. And so it's like, you want to do stuff that'll engage a potential repeat concert attendee. So yeah. which is which is why I, I think um it might have started back when he did the unplug with Jay Z. Jay Z was a terrible performer for a long time. Yeah. What, what kind of held him over was people, Beyonce pulled them together. No no before that. She helped. she she did help after. She did help. But I thought before that before even before that, um he used to just be on stage just rapping. Mm-hmm. And what kind of held him over with his concert, people, people just knew his songs. Mm-hmm. And he had like eighty people on the stage. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> so like that like that that's usually how rappers for performance was having mad dudes on stage mm-hmm. and everything like that. But he kind of like um his his change up was having a live band. Mm-hmm. So his a live band a live band kind of changes up the sound of your songs, and you can right. you can accent certain things a little differently. Mm-hmm. 
when you have the track that's playing, you have to just follow the track. Right. When you have a live band, you can change up how it sounds gotcha. and how you say things. So I think that is that that was a benefit of um, a live band. So I think a live band is a good way to start a good starting transition mm-hmm. to how your performance. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, because yeah, the last concert of his we went to, like, there was, like, a screen and there was visuals and there was stuff moving. I said, oh, he went to a few Beyonce tours and was like, well, I mean, can I, can I, how can I do this? How can I do this? Because I was like, this is a little jazzy. I don't think he's done this before with all of this, you know, visual things. But I guess, you know, he'd been backstage looking like, oh, that looks, that looks real nice. Maybe I should. She, she has a good thing. Like, I'm thinking about it. I was thinking about it before. They both got a lot better after they got together, though. Because Jay-Z and Beyonce got together right around his, um, her solo, first solo album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they both kind of, like, I know people put it all on Beyonce. That's a, that's a, that's a, a debatable topic. Because there are people, that's who, that's don't feel, there are people who feel like she hasn't gotten better. That's what I said. It's, it's, it's very debatable. Yeah. But I, I think that she is a lot, I think her, um, her demeanor and how she acts is a lot different since they were both together. Yes. yes. So, like, I, I don't want to, like, I know people always say it's just Beyonce and then what's Jay-Z doing, but, like, I think, because Jay-Z has knowledge of the industry. Right. So, like, I, I think they helped each other out. I know it's not a popular thing to say <laughs> because Beyonce's performance just looks 10 times better. Mm-hmm. But I think they definitely helped. Yeah, they, each, they, they helped. Because, like, like I said, not in t- like when they were together is when she kind of. <laughs> I mean, her father was managing her for a good part of of when she first started. Like, Correct. It was it wasn't like oh Jay Z took over and it just you know she was doing very very well. No, she was when her father. No, was no I, I'm, not, I'm not saying he wasn't. Yeah. I'm just saying there are people who would argue that they don't like the direction she's gone in since her husband started managing her. What do you mean? Musically, they don't like the direction she's gone. The songs. Yes. They feel like it's gotten too, like, hip-hoppy. And they want more of, like... Because Beyonce's first two or three albums were more R&B-ish. And she's kind of moved away from that. And she's more experimental. And I think that people who've been fans from the Destiny's Child's days feel like... Ooh, child. Feel like uh, she's moved away from... The type of music that they enjoy once Jay Z started managing her. But I, I guess then the question is: Is it because of the songs that her father chose, or the song? Because like, it, 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 cause it, who knows? Because it, it could be she's choosing the songs. Now. No, it could be. I'm just saying that that's the that's the that's, that's the, the thought that's process the, yeah. that people have. It, like it, it she could, could, could your, very well have wanted to make this change from the beginning and just done it and whatever, whatever. Like we yeah. don't know the ins and outs, but I know the argument has been made that you know people feel like she was making better music when her father was managing her as opposed to um, now that her husband or his company or whatever is managing her but you know sis is her and we're us so yeah go be great honey i don't care yeah um i, I like bops it's cool um i don't even know how we got here but let's uh transition yeah we've been in this for a long time yeah I'm, i don't even know how we got here but let's transition to uh our topic for today um shout out to the people on spotify on apple podcasts Word. on google podcasts on stitcher on iHeart, on Podbean, on Himalayas, on on wherever you be listening, at. wherever you be at, wherever you be at, on our you, website, yeah, our website, 
Um, Wherever you be at, we appreciate you. Yeah, we appreciate you. Shout out to all of y'all. Um, we're going to get right into a topic where we are not going to hold you. Yeah, so the topic this week. So basically, TLC, the network. Quite a gem, let me tell you. If you're if you're looking for some, not a gem. It is a gem. It'll give you a you know a say yes to the dress type of situation. Just super cute, super light, super fun um, programming. But if you want to get into some real interesting like human drama, bump VH1. TLC is where it's at. They, let me they, tell they you, they will create a show for anything. Anything. So I was watching, as I was packing the other day, I was, I think, Say Yes to the Dress was on. And like I said, I just needed, like, you know, some light, fun, cute kind of background noise while I'm sitting down going through stuff and packing. And I think it was about two episodes of Say Yes to the Dress that came on. And then um, that went off. And this new show they have out, I guess, came on. Um, I think it's called... I'm in love with a mama's boy. I just want to look up the real name real quick. So if you hear me um, tapping in the background, that's what I'm doing. I'm trying to find out if that's the real name or not. Uh, I think, yeah, it's called I Love a Mama's Boy. That's the name. I Love a Mama's Boy. So I guess it just started this past week. Uh, so I, I guess what I saw was the first episode. And so essentially the show centers around... Men in their 20s to 30s who are dating a woman seriously, fairly seriously, and uh, they're very, very close with their moms to the point where they're considered mama's boys. And I think I saw three or four couples, well, thruples, if you include the mom, um, <laughs> Because all the scenes they was together, it's a thruple. It is a whole thruple. Um, so yeah, I think it's about three or four thruples that are part of the show, and it was very interesting to see the dynamics. Like there was one couple where the mom and the son are Afghani and they're Muslim, and the son is dating a woman who is Korean and not Muslim, and the mom does not see it for this girl simply because she's not part of their culture. Cause I guess the, the son was married. The, the mother had gotten sick um, like 10, 12 years ago with cancer and they thought she was going to die. And the son, I, the mother had, I guess set the son up with uh, a girl from their culture. And because he thought that his mom was going to pass and I think he's the only child, he was like, you know, I want to fulfill this, you know, wished for my mom to see me married before she passes. So he married this girl that his mom set him up with. I guess it didn't work out. And I think he said, you know, there were just two different personalities, wanted different things. And so they ended up breaking up. So even though he was like, I was unhappy in this, the mom is still kind of like, blah, 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 blah. But she was an Afghani girl. She was part of our culture, blah, 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 blah. So the mom basically feels like his current girlfriend she's never going to be interested in because she's not from their culture. And so, you know, they show scenes of like the mom and the girlfriend kind of being snippy with each other and going back and forth. And the mom literally doesn't see it for that girl. Like she doesn't care. Like she's not holding back. Like she literally said to the girl's face, I know he won't be happy with you. Just, you should just get out of here. He's not going to be happy with you. I said, 
Was she going to just say that with the lady sitting there? She's not even going, okay. I said, that mom doesn't see it for her. She should break up with him. Um, <laughs> and he's just sitting there looking like, awkward. And then there was another couple. Um, I think the mom is a single mother. I don't know if the, the husband died or whatever. I don't know what the story is. But like him, the mom, the, the son, and the girlfriend went out shopping for the girlfriend's birthday. And... The boyfriend was going to buy like this thousand dollar pair of earrings or something like that that the girl liked. And the mom pulled into the side and was like, that's OD. You spend it too much. Uh, you should get her something cheaper. So I think he ended up getting her some bangles that was like three hundred dollars or something like that. She was like, that's better because I mean, that's that's really all she needs for a birthday. It's just a birthday. It's just a birthday. And the girl was kind of upset, like, it's my birthday. Why is your mom dictating what you're getting me for my birthday. And then the mom finessed her way into a, a bracelet or something of her own. So it was just like, okay. So that was kind of an awkward one. And then another couple I saw, um, the mother and son are like OD close to one another. Like he be doing her root touch-ups on her hair and she be shaving his back. Like it's a mess. Like it's just a lot of like weird codependency stuff. And I just keep looking. I watched the whole episode just saying the whole time, they should probably break up. They should probably break up. Like it's not, it's not going to go how you think it's going to go. So it's just break up with him. So I kind of wanted to talk about it here because it, it's an interesting dynamic. Um, because a lot of these guys, like, they're bonded to their moms because of like a specific experience that happened like in their childhood, either with them or with their mom. And it's like, you can see the struggle that they're having between making their significant other happy and making their mom happy. I think there's one couple that's like engaged to be married and the mom is like trying to dictate how the wedding's going to go. And the, and the fiance is like, sis, no, this is my wedding too. Da, da 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 And I'm just like, if you have to argue with somebody that it's your wedding too, you should break up with him. Just saying. As the bride, you shouldn't be. You shouldn't ever have that conversation with somebody. It's my wedding too. Like, I wish when I was getting married to you, I was telling your mother, "Oh, it's my wedding too. We're not having a wedding. This this conversation is stupid." Because if I have to argue with the person who's not even entering into the marriage with me, that it's my wedding too, something has gone terribly awry. Terribly, terribly right. So I wanted to talk about uh, what your thoughts were on that whole concept and, you know, just kind of have some fun with the conversation. So yeah. I think you missed it. I don't think you were there when it was on. No, no, I haven't missed it. But um, I did want to have a conversation about mothers versus wives slash girlfriends. And, mm -hmm. like, the dynamic is always um, interesting and some many times difficult dynamic because... And for the record, Mark is not a mama's boy, so I'm no. not bringing this up as like some no. kind of Correct. shady situation. Um, but I do understand the um, pressure of wanting to make two different people happy. Yeah. The pressure of trying to make this person happy and this person happy. And how, how do you navigate that? Um, and the, 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 um, the easy solution to always say is, oh, it's always your wife. Mm -hmm. um, that's the easy solution I can I can always say. You always choose your wife. Everything there. That's the easy solution. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's easy solution. It's quote unquote right solution. No, no. What, what I'm saying it's easy to say. Easy to say. Not gotcha. easy to do. Yes. Easy, easy, it's easy thing to say. Yes. To somebody when they're going through that, it's like no, your wife is first, and do that. Right. Because people, but like that's what people will say, like oh, your wife is first, and like and that, that's not the 
that's an easier said than done thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially, especially when it comes down to someone who is your girlfriend and that's your wife. Right. Because um, what, um, what, I've, what I've heard many times or people have said it, because I remember um, someone posted something and they were saying, um, if you're at home and you come, you, come, you come home from a long trip, you're, um, if a guy comes home from a long trip, his mother, his wife, his daughter, mm-hmm. and his sister are there. Who do you hug first and what order you hug them in? Mm-hmm. And the guy was like, okay, I'm going to hug my mother, then my daughter, then my sister, then my wife. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. like, why are you hugging your wife last? <laughs> I was like, it's, it's, it's like, I was like, you, you hug your wife first. That's the first person mm-hmm. you do that. Right. And he was like, nah, because what, what, like the, the wife or the girlfriend, like they'll, they, they can be going any second. Right. So my mother will always be there. And like a lot of times people will say that. Mm-hmm. There's an excuse my mother will always be there. So let me not ruin a relationship with my mother. Right. For that. Right. But um, it's, it's a weird thing because you also are, Ruining your relationship with your wife or your girlfriend mm. by not putting him first. Right. So, like, you're kind of creating your own, creating your own story, mm-hmm. and creating what's going on. So, right. it's 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 a um, it's a difficult way to play into it. Like, I, I've seen it many times where um, um, the mother might insert themselves, and mm-hmm. like, it doesn't have to be aggressive how they insert themselves. It's just. Who are you? Who who as a man are you um, choosing first on right. certain things? Who are you listening to? Right, and and I, and, and I think what you just said um, really brought up some something interesting. It depends on the way she inserts herself. I think there are some people who do it very like aggressively and overtly, and then there's some people who do it very like. Like, I don't want to say underhanded because that's not the right word, but they do it, I guess, subtly. They do it so subtly that the the man doesn't realize that his mom is, like, overstepping. And so it's like the girlfriend or the wife may see it, but the man doesn't. Correct. So when she's saying, when the wife or the girlfriend is saying to him, hey, you know, your mom's wild and you're doing too much, she's doing too much, you need to say something. He's like, nah, that's not what's happening. My mom wouldn't do that. Correct. And so that creates, like, a whole nother layer of, of a problem in, an, in a situation where this has probably been going on from the beginning. Um, because if, you know, once from the time they started dating, the mom's kind of been like in the mix, in the mix. But if the son can't see it, no matter how many times the wife or the girlfriend tries to say this is happening, he just won't see it. And there are some people who are really crafty at doing things in such a way that it looks innocent, but it's not. And, you know, I, I, I can see that becoming like a big issue in a relationship where it's like it's one thing if you can easily point to it and say this is happening this is this is a clear example but like if it comes across like oh well you know my mom's just trying to help or you know whatever whatever when it's really the mom is overdoing it and over inserting herself like it it ends up being like the girlfriend almost feels gaslighted yeah because it's like i know what's happening but you and your mom are making me feel like I have to question what I see and Correct. what I know happening in front of me. And, and I, I think the um, the big thing behind that is intention, right? Yeah. And I, I think that um, a lot of times 
the mo- even even the mother might not intently be trying mm. to damage something. Yes. So if you accuse them of intently trying to do something, I understand where the conflict will happen. Like no, yeah. I'm not, yeah. Like, no, I'm not trying to. I'm just trying to help, or right. I'm just trying. Like I'm, I'm, I, like. Um, like, like when you have, um, sometimes you have mothers who have health issues mm-hmm. and he, and like, he really has a health issue. like, and the son knows they have a health issue. Right. And they don't want to add to that. Much, stress. So I don't want to do too much. Right. So you don't even want to bring it up and be like, oh, well, my wife said yeah. that, you know, she feels like this is a bit much, blah, 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 Correct. blah, blah. Well, it, it's a, it's a valid concern. Like, right. It's, it's like, like she, it's a weird caught in the middle kind of situation. Yeah. So it's like, I don't want to, like mom was being upset about this. I want to make sure she's not being affected by this mm-hmm. but like it's throwing away like like but your wife is upset about this. so it's yeah. like it, 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 it's always a, a hard like would you rather have an upset wife or upset mom correct and, and that's and, really the question and, and it's always annoying it's, yeah. it's very thing like I've, I've i've seen instances where like it's just stressful i've seen instances where um the son had to cut off the mother yeah. and that and that is just it's it, it Weighs a lot on the son. Yeah, because like yeah. like I had to cut off, cut off the mother because of this, and now it weighs on me the whole time. Come like, because I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure like they might think like should I do something differently? Right. Is there some way I should have inserted myself that I didn't? Right, right. Because right. it's like you've you've known your mother your whole life. Yeah, and they you have a certain relationship of how right. you think she acts in certain right. situations. Yeah. When she acts different from that, you're like, what's happening? Why are right. you acting this way? Right. Because right. this is not how I know you. Right. So it throws you off. Um, right. Same thing with like other family members. Other family members might act a certain way towards your spouse, mm-hmm. but you don't know them that way. Right. So you don't know them that way. So when they act a certain way, you're like, why are you, what's happening? Like, what is this? Yeah. So it, 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 and so sometimes um, a girlfriend or wife might be upset at the person, like, why aren't you handling this? Like, I don't know this person like this. Right. <laughs> so it's, in my mind, it will just get resolved. Right. And when it doesn't, it throws us off. Right. Because, like, like, we never think it's a big thing because, like, this, they don't act like this. Right. So it's, 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 a, it's a weird dynamic. It, it is a weird dynamic. I think, I think um, the, it, it's an unfortunate position that the the man in the situation is placed in because he can't win. And I think he has to kind of go into it knowing that. He can't win. You cannot make both your mother and your significant other happy. Like, it's it's damn near impossible. Um, the most you can hope for is to keep dinner from escalating into... A love and hip hop squabble. Yeah, but yeah, it, it, it like it, it's especially if your mom just absolutely does not like that. That's the what, girlfriend. That's is she is she just like the, like in one of the situations on the show, the guy is a mama's boy for sure. He's like OD attached to the mother, but at least the mother likes the girl. The girl is annoyed that the mother is so like in the mix of everything because I guess the guy talks to his mother about their relationship and so the mother just knows way too much which I think is a problem a problem like your mother should not be talking to me about intimate details of our relationship like if we have an argument you shouldn't be running to tell your mother oh I we had an argument and we said this like that that's just a violation of the 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 trust that should exist um and the privacy that should exist between two people into in an intimate relationship However, I think 
the situation is different when the mother likes you but is just like overbearing and doesn't know like where the boundary is because either her son hasn't established it or she just literally doesn't give a damn about it. And when the mother absolutely just does not like the girl at all, doesn't like her, never will. Like it's a different, it's a different situation because it's like, if the, if the son really loves this woman, what does he do? Correct. Like, does he, like, does he just spend his life kind of, uh, being the referee between his mom and his wife? Or does he say, sorry, chick, I love you, but I'm riding with moms on this because she always going to be my mom? Or does he cut his mom off? Yeah. Neither of these situations yeah. are great. All of these options are trash. Yeah, they're all trash. But these, these are the only options that he has. And so it's like... What what do you do? Like, no matter which choice you make, someone's going to be upset. That's just that's just the bottom line. And so to me, like I said, like when I was watching the show, I was just kind of like, like the girl who who um, is dating the Afghan guy. I'm like, she should just break up with him for real. Like the mom's never going to see it for her. Like never. Because she's she's not their culture. And she wants her son to be with someone that is that culture. So unless the son is going to like really stand up and be like, look, mom. He's willing to do it without his mother's approval. If he, and if he's willing to move forward without his mother's approval and kind of create distance between himself, the mom, and the, the wife, unless he's going to do that, it's going to be a contentious situation for the rest of his life. And I'm not saying cut the mom off, but just create some healthy distance and boundaries to where... You can be happy at home with your with your spouse, but still maintain a relationship of some kind with your mother. That is, it might not be as deep as you would like, but it's somewhere in the middle where you're not like completely not speaking to her. I, I think um, a few things. A few things I want to talk about. I think it's number one. I think more guys do this. Have this high hope. Of a blended family. More, Why? I don't know. Like we, we just have hope that like both families will come together for events and just like we had one family, now together now we have two, a bigger family and we're all mm-hmm. just gonna be cool together. Yeah. We have this high hope and mm-hmm. most times that does not work that way. No. Sometimes it does. Mm-hmm. But so many times it doesn't. Like I think we have this high hope that it just blends well. Mm-hmm. That we'll just be together. You, now we're all sisters and brothers. Now we're right. all family. We're like we'll just talk to each other, and like yeah. it won't be like. And I think the key thing that men need to connect the dots on is that yes, your mother is your mother, and your wife is your wife, but they're still two adult women. Correct. And two adult women don't have to fool with each other yeah, you, 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 simply because one is somebody's mother and one correct. is somebody's wife. Like there are still two grown adult women who can be like bump that trick, bump that trick, and that be the energy yeah. the whole time. Yeah, correct. Because they're two adult women. Correct. And they and adult women, like women in general, we've been literally doing beef with other women since we was like ten. It ain't nothing to have another one. Like <laughs> if your mom don't fool with me, cool story, bro. I don't fool with her either. Now what? Correct. Yeah. Um, the other point I wanted to make was, um, I f- I feel as if there's always some kind of tension mm-hmm. um, between like anytime there's like a blended family of that nature when someone else com- gets comes into it. Mm-hmm. I think it depends on the actions of all parties mm-hmm. of how it plays in, right. because it only works 
if the mother, even though she might not want to, steps back. Mm-hmm. And she might be upset about stepping back, but she right. has, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, it, and like, it, it, it's a lot of, it's a lot of factors. It's, it's, it works if, um, steps back. It works if the, the, the guy in the mid middle mm-hmm. takes a stand. Yeah. And it works if the wife, like, is around to like at least help at least work through the process, right? <laughs> and not like yeah. be upset the whole time through the process. Like it just, yeah. it just, it works with a lot of factors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's it's a lot of factors of why how how it can play into it and everything. That's number that's number two. The number th- th- three thing I want to talk about was we were talking about it in terms of our own child, child mm-hmm. and everything, and it's mm-hmm. like. And like we're thinking about like for our own child, um, for our daughter, or if we had a son, and it's like the concept is if we have a child, we have high expectations mm-hmm. for who they would talk to. Yeah. Like, and like it, it's not even like is the person raggedy? It's it's like we want the person to be like the creme of the creme to right. date our child. Right. And like and and it's and this is and, and, and people do this regardless of whether their their actual child is the creme de la creme or not. No, their child could be garbage, but yeah. they still want yeah, you, creme you, de la you, creme you, for them. So it's like you still you just it's just it's just hard to not give side eye to not creme de la creme, <laughs> right? Because like you, you want you want the perfect ideal person. Like I was I was I was saying I was like if Avery comes on like the person was like. He doesn't have a master's. I'm like, you don't have a master's degree? I don't have a master's degree. But I would right. look at him like, you ain't got no master's. Where you, where your doctorate at? <laughs> right, right. Like, I was saying, like, you know, she's, like, talking to some high school guy, and they're getting ready to go to college. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to Norfolk State. I'd be like, Avery, you can't talk to nobody to go to, go to the Norfolk State, honey. You better than that. Come on. Like I, would, like, I know for a fact that I probably will not like anyone. Yeah. Because Avery's my baby and she's always going to be. Correct. So all these dudes going to be dusty to me. Correct. I don't care. They're like, all going to be dusty. We'll be like having like, where's your full-time job? Like, you, you in high school, sir. Right. He's 17. He just got working papers. He doesn't have a full-time job. Like, let's let's calm down. Let's pump the brakes. But like, you know, that's your child. And like, just, you're never. You just have high hopes. Yeah. You just have high hopes and high expectations. And it's it's very hard for, like, the person you're thinking of probably doesn't exist. Yeah. Um. But I think over time, you eventually figure out like, okay, maybe I need to dial it back a little bit. Maybe my expectations are a little bit crazy. Maybe they're insane. Yes, maybe they're insane. Maybe I should focus more on my child's emotional health and their happiness with this person. I might not be the fondest of them because, you know. It's hard. Hopefully I'll grow out of this, but probably I won't. I'm already 35. This is it. Um, it, It's hard. It's hard to be friends with me Um, because I just I'm very selective. Um, And so I'm like, how long is, you know, my child's significant other going to have to audition before I finally be like, I guess you're all right. Um, They could still be completely married and have kids. And I'd be like, you know, like I, I could I could be like that. I know how I am. So I'm like. I'm hoping that I'll grow out of it eventually um, so that my children won't be like, Mom, why are you like this? I'm like, it's, I don't know. Ask your father. I've been like this for a long time. Um, so I hope I'll grow out of it. But I, I know I absolutely will, when the time comes, be very, like, turning my nose up at everything. I read. Who's their family? What do they do? Yes. What's, what's going on? Like, I know I'm going to be that But it, it is important. That we learn to step back, so right. we won't create a dynamic like this. 
Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I can already tell from Avery's personality that she's probably going to be like, you guys need to relax, okay? <laughs> can you can you relax? Can you chill? Okay. Like, I, I think it's it's healthy, important in the beginning so yeah. they understand, like, what we expect. Right. Because, like, people don't know how to choose somebody. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. like, so it's, it's just, like, and the reasons why we want certain things. Mm-hmm. Like, so... I, I think this is a there's a science to it. Yeah. Like, I don't think we should just be accepting everybody. No, absolutely not. Um but it depends it also depends on how long like like if if they're about to get married, we might have to figure it out, I guess. Nah, if I don't like the person, I don't like the person, I'm sad what I said. I'm like I still I still don't see it for this person. But if this is what you want to do. I'll do my best. You know, I'll 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 be a cooperative, you know, parent. I'll pay for I'll pay for I'll pay for part of the wedding. I'll you know whatever. It's not gonna work out if you have a son. I promise you. But I promise I'm probably gonna be sitting there the whole time. Like, if you have a son, it's gonna be worse. I know it is. Maybe, possibly, <laughs> possibly. But I never like anyone. So I know, but like, but you 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 you'll like random women less. Yeah, I'm like. So what's, give me her background. <laughs> Run me the infos because like I, I see it in my sister already. Mm-hmm. My sister just had a son, mm-hmm. and like she's already like just ready to give him the world, mm-hmm. and she's ready like about to just brush off any any dusty dusty chicks. Yeah, I mean the whole family's going to to be honest. Because I'm gonna be looking like so. Who's that? Oh, she's dusty. Don't bring her again. <laughs> And, and I'm, I'm sure, sure as like, I get older, I'm going to be that inappropriate auntie that's just like, oh, God. <laughs> I'll, I'll snitch, too. I'll be like, oh, you're not the girl he brought last time. I'll do it. This is why you're not invited. <laughs> First of all, I am invited. Who, who not, how are you not inviting me? How that work? You're playing games. You do it. No, I'm snitching, make, make things messy. I'm telling. And what about who going to fight me? Nobody. Nobody. All right, but uh, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. I, I just I feel like honestly, at the end of the day, you know, you know, men should should be able to uh, kind of get their mom, you know, to a place where she can coexist healthily with the significant other, because ultimately, the significant other is not and should not be responsible for. Making that relationship something decent because I think that's the issue. Like, a lot of men don't know how to tell their mom to be candid with their mom. So then the significant other feels like, oh, well, I need to adjust things or adjust myself or do whatever to ingratiate myself to his mom. And maybe if I do that, she'll be nicer to me. She, significant other should also, after a certain amount of time, determine if. You should go in that also. Yeah. It's their, it's their responsibility to determine if this is what they if want to do. If this is, yeah. If this is something. Because, like, that, that's a big thing, too. Because, like, yeah. they were like, oh, this is, I'm like, all right, if, if it's not going well, then get out. Don't. Then just leave it alone. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, y'all just don't fool with each other. Y'all just don't gel as people. And that's the end of that. Like, you know, like, I know uh, of people who have been, you know, married to somebody for like 20, 25 years. The dude's mom still don't see it for them. Still. And it's just like, if I were you, I would stop fooling with that lady, to be honest. I would, I would just be like, hey, girl, hey, miss, hey, miss lady, and leave it at that. I wouldn't try to take a shop. I wouldn't try to do nothing. Not, thankfully, my mother-in-law is a lovely lady. I love her so much. She's great. She does not act like that. But if she did, I would keep it to a hey, miss Bennett. Nothing more. Because what I'm not getting ready to do is expend my emotional energy 
trying to make someone like me who just does not. Because as we get older as people, our ability to change our mindset and to just be be different and approach life in, in life situations differently. It just decreases. Like it's, it's damn near scientific. Yeah. Your, the elasticity of your brain changes over time. So as you get older, it's just like learning new things, learning new ways of being new ways of operation. is just not as easy yeah. anymore. And so it's like, at some point you've got to kind of realize I'm beating a dead horse here. Like this is never going to go anywhere and just like move on. Yeah. That, that's why you should always like, um, See how families interact and everything way before you think about engagement. Right. Because, like, some people, like, I realize, like, they'll get engaged and then, like, oh, meet the family. Yeah. Terrible plan. Yeah. I'm like, that's why I'm, that's why, again, going back to, like, the the people on the show, I'm like, some people just need to break up with this person because I just foresee a lifetime of, and people could be playing it up for the camera, which is totally fine. But it's like, if this scenario that you're presenting to me is 100% authentic, like, this isn't going to work because, like, I think there's one couple on that show who the guy was living. They, they live in California somewhere. And the guy and the girlfriend were living together in Santa Monica or something like that. And their house burned down. And so they were living with his mom um, for a little while until their house got, like, rebuilt or whatever. And... The mom is like, you took my son away from me. You made him move to Santa Monica. So I guess they must live like an hour or two away from the mom. And she was like, you took my son away. You took him over there. And it's just like, girl, that lady think you stole her baby. She ain't never going to like you. You should just break up. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. If, if the mom has this concept in her head that you have taken her child away from her somehow, she's never going to unthink that about you. Even if your son was the one who said he wanted to move to Santa Monica, if she's convinced herself that you tried to take him away from her, she convinced him. I know she did. I know she, she put it in his head. He was never thinking about that before you started talking to her. And now he wants to like, girl, just get out. Just get out. You just have a lifetime of BS ahead of you. And my suggestion is just get out. Don't do it. Don't do it. Cause if, if the man is not willing to like be candid with his mom and be like, all right, love you sis, but you island, I need you to pull it together. That, and actually kind of hold her feet to the fire and make sure that she does it. Then this is a this is a useless useless relationship, mm-hmm. and you know, like you like you said before, it's it's a hard thing to do because you know uh, I was telling Mark on uh, Real Housewives of Potomac, there's a guy, there's a couple on there. Um, I think his name is Eddie, and the wife's name is Wendy, and his whole family don't fool with him because he married her. And you know, it seems to be like the mom is the one that's kind of pulling the strings because like. They were having a christening for the baby, and I think he reached out to the father, and the father was like, oh, I'll think about it. And then the father came back and was like, nah, I can't. I can't come. Your mama said that's a dove. It's over. It's canceled. And I guess he spoke to some of their family friends, and the friends was like, yeah, your mom said we can't. If we come over there, like, she's not fooling with us, and we don't want the problem. So it's like, it's unfortunate to see things get that bad to where, like, people are missing out on their grandkids and, like, that whole relationship is just severed. But at the same time, it's like, if, and who knows, he may have tried to talk to his mom, try to get her to see whatever, whatever, but, you know, it, it gets to the point where it's like, he didn't even have to cut his mom off. It sounds like his mom made the choice for him. And that part is also, like, very hurtful, too. You know, because, you know, I, I get what the challenge is because some people's moms are like nuts. Like 
if you tell your mom, yeah, you got to chill, you know, respect my lady, your mom would be like, oh, you're dead to me. I don't have a son. And it's like, huh? Huh? How do we go from from you being OD, like, acting up to I'm dead to you? Like, it, it's a lot of emotional turmoil and stuff. So I just, I just, it's not by any stretch of the imagination an easy conversation to have or easy thing to navigate, but... I'm just looking out for my ladies. Just break up, girl. Don't even, don't even do it. Just break up with them. Go find you a man that has a healthy relationship with his mama. That's all I'm saying. All right. We have one. Yes. Let's move on. Let's move on to artist spotlight. I need to charge my phone. I need to charge my phone. Charge my phone. I need to charge my phone. Sorry. Uh... What's happening here? So our artist spotlight today is Kiana Lede. Uh, let me read Kiana Lede's little bio right quick. Um, so Kiana Lede, I was when I was looking her up, I was like, oh, so her some of her credits include Kids Bops. So she been out here for a little bit, um, singing. I was like, she on Mad Kids Bop albums, like legit, like Mad Kids Bop albums. Um, she, so she was doing it since she was a child. I guess. She was doing. She's only twenty three. She was born April third, nineteen ninety seven. She's a singer, songwriter, actress, and pianist. Um, she was on um, MTV's um, horror series Scream that was out a couple of years ago. I think. Uh, what's that lady's name? Kiki Palmer was also a part of it, and Niecy Dash. I think we're also a part of the Scream, uh, and. Netflix had the show all about the Washingtons uh, that I think uh, Reverend Run and his wife were like the lead producers on or something like that. So she was a character on there as well. Um, she released the album this year on her birthday. Um, and yeah, she's been in the music biz for a while um, since she was three according to the internet. Um, so her mom apparently found out about Kids Bop back in 2011 and she uh, won a talent contest related to Kids Bop, and I guess she started putting out their songs and things. Uh, so yeah, she was she was out here in these streets giving us a lot of Kids Bop stuff. Uh, but she grew up and started putting out music of her own. So she has a few albums out. Like, well, she has one official album out and a couple of EPs. She put out one in 2015, one in 16, one in 18, one in 19. Um, and she's put out, you know, a couple promo singles and stuff like that. Um, she has a song with uh, the rapper Russ. Um, she has a song with David Diggs. Uh, she was on uh, the Don't song by Bryson Tiller. Uh, she's, she's got some stuff going on. So she has a song out with, um, what's his name? Uh, what's that guy's name? Lucky Day that we featured before. And the song we're going to play today is called Chocolate. And it's her featuring Ari Lennox. I think it's super cute. So here goes Chocolate by Kiana Lede.
That was chocolate. Sorry, I was not near the microphone at all. My bad. Say again. That was chocolate <laughs> by Kiana Lede. Check out her um, album. It's called Kiki. Uh, and it's been out for a few months now. It's been out since her birthday this year. So go check it out on the streaming platforms and get your life. Check it out, check it out, check it out. Check it out, check it out, check it out, check it out, check it out. Oh my God. And we are ready for this weekend random. So yeah, y'all. Uh, where to begin? So, as we said at the top of the podcast, um, election day is you know basically when this is coming out. So you'll be listening to this while watching CNN. I wouldn't do it if I were you because it seems like it's going to be a highly stressful situation. But um, yeah, so on one hand, thankfully, um, I don't know, it's not me, it's you. I'll just make sure that that comes off. Okay, so yeah. Uh, the election season is coming to an end. I guess this week we'll kind of know where we stand as a country, whether we are going to get four more years of 45 or if we're going to switch it up and, and see the homie Joe Biden uh, be president. So um, this has been a very interesting election season because even though um, COVID has kind of shortened how long people go back and forth and all this stuff. Like it's really kind of tamed some of that on that part. Um, people are getting a little like crazy. Like this is the, I think the one of the most hotly contested elections in history. And I feel like I saw somebody post something where they were like, you know, I asked my grandparents, like if they can ever remember any election where it was like this tense 
like surrounding the election and it really and this and this divided like and this divided like everybody really thinks that the other candidate is going to kill everybody yeah and i'm just like what are people talking about like your sister was showing us like the mailers that they're sending to people's houses in georgia like it's insane like the fear-mongering is nuts like i i can't even take it but like 45 people are wilding they out here creating blockades uh, to prevent people from going to the polls. Uh, they are, they, there was like a Biden-Harris uh, van, not van, like a bus that they tried to run off the road uh, in Texas, I believe. I'm like, what's happening? Like, it's an election. Like, why are people doing all of this, like, crazy stuff to try to push the election in in 45's favor like what, 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 what like if he's really doing such a great job and he's really the best person to move the country forward then let the country decide that without all of these extra like tactics not, 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 based, and, not, not based off how they're saying and shenanigans i'm the, like like he's been saying since i think last year that democrats are going to try to steal the election yeah they, Meanwhile, he, he's the one. He, he's been he's been saying since last, he's been saying that since last year. He's been saying, "Worry, watch out, because it's going to be a different world. It's going to be a new world order. All these things are going to happen as soon as Joe Biden gets elected. You're not going to have the same rights." Like he's been saying, he's been pushing that for a long time, and people believe it. Correct. Yeah. So like that. So that that is why it's that way because people because he he has. Done it so badly that like if you do that, this is going to happen. Like he he has made, he's been saying for so long. Right, and like it's really he's fired saying, people up. So people are like, oh, this is a life or death thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, like literally, people, people feel that way. And I mean, in many ways, like, it and, is. And, and and people really think like, and like I said, you have the QAnon. Like they really think the QAnon. Like if Joe Biden gets elected, they're going to just start trafficking children immediately. Right. Like I'm like uh. News flash: uh, Trafficking children has been going on for quite some time. It, no, it's an no, unfortunate no, he thing. Think, he thinks they think that well, the Democrats do it. Are trafficking children? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like I watched the first forty-eight and a lot of crime shows. Trafficking children is a thing that's that's because they, 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 going down irrespective of. They they really made this. It's liberal world versus conservative world a real thing. Yeah. Even though it's not a real thing. Yeah. But they somehow managed they to made, create they, such they a frenzy like, that people no, believe like it is. No, we're the liberals are real. Like, they really made it, it's a Republican versus Democrat world. And in reality, it's mad middle, but he, they've made it say, like, no, you have to choose a side. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 people, and, and, and both are, sides have done that. Yeah. They yeah. made like, no, this Republican, no, this Republican, like... Most people aren't that, aren't one or the other. But right. they made Most it like, people are somewhere in the middle. But they made it like, no, you either... You either want lower taxes and hate black people, <laughs> or people any any person that's not white, yeah. <laughs> or like it, it, it's it's such a weird thing. Like it's like it's like we're it's not so even crazy. like the crazy thing about this is like I don't even feel like this election is being based on any of the issues that are affecting the country right now or anything like that. No, it's literally no, just. No. None of the issues they're talking about it has nothing to do with that. Yeah, yeah nothing, nothing, nothing. I'm like, but can people we are not voting based on that issue at all. Right, because right. Joe Biden keeps talking about we have a plan for coronavirus, and nobody's listening to that. No. Like nobody's paying any attention to it no. whatsoever. Like nobody's voting. Like, oh, he has a plan for coronavirus. Like nobody's thinking about it. People keep talking about Trump's even like Trump's platinum plan with Hugh. Mm-hmm. 
it was like one page of a few things. Mm-hmm. Joe Biden released like a whole website of things. Yeah, yeah. People will talk about that. People aren't talk- like <laughs> people are not focusing on the issues. People are literally focusing on their feelings and the different sound bites that they're getting from wherever they're getting it from that aren't entirely accurate. That they are just believing hook, line, and sinker without doing any investigation yeah. of their own. Because like it would be like Trump had that. I'm like, oh, but Joe Biden's applying too, but he's not going to do that. How do you know? <laughs> what? Who said that? How do you know? How do you know he's not going to do it? Who said that? He's a liar. He's not going to do it. I'm like, but but why? But why? based on what? Like, what what are we talking about here? Like, it's just it's very interesting the way that people it's, it's are very are going about this. Like, so I'm it's, very it's so weird. Like, I I feel like I would like to think that people are going to be normal with this election, but I have a, a sneaking suspicion that we're going to see like riots and like it's going to be crazy. Craziness going on. Yeah, we 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 just stay inside tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you yeah, stay inside if you can. If you can, because I for the rest of the week, honestly, because well, I feel like t- today. Because I listen to today. Yeah. So if you got any shopping or anything to go do, go today, because like tomorrow. No. Tomorrow, Wednesday, you should be in the house. Yes. Yes. yes, Wednesday you should be in the house. So if you're listening to this podcast, as soon as you're done, or do you just take a break and come back, because we'll be here. Um, you go do what you need to do. Because um, we were inside of the uh, BJ City and BJ's lockdown. Okay, I was like, it, the place just open. What's all these people doing in here? Um, but I guess people, I don't know if people have the same mindset or if they were just thinking like, oh, it's Monday, I'm gonna go when it's a Monday. Ain't nobody gonna be in here. But yeah, um, like, and people are ready to riot. Like, if um. On both sides, really. On both sides, We're yeah. Ones. yeah. So I don't, I don't, I don't know if there's a right for one or the other. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just, you know, just stay prayed up, protect yourself. Yeah. And just, you know, hopefully, hopefully it won't get to that point. But you know, because I have been having guns since the pandemic. So yeah, like I've been seeing the lines outside the ammo store. I'm like, well, you know, let me look into a little permit or whatever. Like everybody got guns. Yeah, yeah, it's getting wild out there. Well, I mean, it, it is wild out there. And it's it's getting wilder. But if you haven't voted yet, uh, you should probably do that. You should probably. I think. I think at this. I think it's too late to mail in up. I think the the ballot had to be post dated November uh, postmark. You can still November second. You can 2nd. still go to um, the board of election to do absentee. Okay. You can go into, on the day you, of. You can go today. You can go into the absentee. On the day of the actual election, you can still drop off an absentee. I think so at the board of election office. Okay. I, I, know, I know you can do it. To, I know you can do it. I, I believe so. I believe so. Okay, um, just go look at your local board of elections website and see what you can do. Because yeah. um, you know, my mother-in-law was saying that the the Republicans are all planning to come and vote specifically tomorrow. Like, that's what they're saying on the news. That that's their strategy is that they're going to come out. They're going to let all the Democrats or whatever go do their early voting. And then they're going to come out in droves on the third. So if you're going, if you plan to vote today, you know, be prepared for long lines. Bring a chair. Bring some snacks. Bring your weather fighting elements. Do not get discouraged by how long the lines are. Just you know, strategize how you're going to do this because you don't. We don't want people going home and not casting their vote because that's what the Republicans want. They want you to. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't say I'm not gonna say Republicans. I'm gonna say Trump supporters. Yes, there are certain per, uh, pockets of people yeah. who don't want you to vote. Yeah, I, I never want to get into the whole Republican versus Democrat because like I don't think it's all Republicans. Nah, they can take they, they let this dude in. They're gonna hold this one. They're gonna take responsibility. No, no, they, 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 they let this. They, they let this no, happen. No, they're going, they did this. They're going to take responsibility. Yes, I just don't think all y'all. Yes, but they're all Republicans aren't crazy. I'm not, I don't believe that. 
I don't believe that either. Um, I believe all the Trump supporters are. I don't know. Somebody, somebody left the door open and they let this dude in. And, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to put it all on the. Or and y'all as a party going to take responsibility. No, y'all no, let no, this happen. It's, it's their responsibility. Yes. Yeah. All y'all. Holla you. Um, so yeah. Speaking of um, election things, um, I would like to know why rappers are the specified demographic when it comes to black people, black American issues. I'm not really sure why. Apparently there was like a list I should I, I feel like race is just to like do that. Yeah. It's, I feel like race is just to like only talk to rappers. I feel like that's, that's, right, I'm like, that's a racist concept yes. in general. <laughs> do rappers have influence? Yes, but it's not as it's not as extensive as you would like to try to make yeah. it out to be. Yeah, I I I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go on record and say that it's racist just to only go to rappers. I feel like it's a racist thing to say. Well, yeah, the, the, I mean, the, the leaders of the black people are the rappers. Yes, which is insane. It sounds nuts. It is quite racist. So apparently there was like a list that somebody over at the RNC had set up um, of rappers or influential black artists that they were going to reach out to or had reached out to to do some type of public service announcement endorsing Trump or whatever the case is. Uh, I believe Beyonce was on the list and the comment was did not respond. She's never going to. Beyonce barely tells us that she's putting albums out. She's certainly not about to come tell the rest of us, hey, y'all should support the man's Trump. Um, who else was on the list? Eminem was on the list. He not, he not white. He not black, but I guess, because there was like a list that had the person's name, their response, what their like, like, PR weakness was, I guess, and then their PR weakness. What do you mean? Like, I guess they were like, if we put this person forward to do a PSA, what something that could come back that they would say about this person? Like, oh, this person got arrested for this and this, or this person got accused of this or this. And then there was another column that said, um, target demographic, and it was Black Americans. Super spreaders and something else. I can't remember what the third one was. I, I gotta find it, but I saw it. Um, somebody posted it on um, either Facebook or Instagram, and they showed the Lil Wayne one and how he said maybe, and it said in his in his thing about response maybe meeting set for blah 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 blah. So I was like, oh wow, they really had a list of potential like influential black people that they had reached out to. Rappers. Yes, they were. They were rappers slash musicians, um, people in the in the entertainment field. Not like you know, not a Mark Lamont Hill or an April Ryan or an Angela Rye or you know anybody that you know does politics or any of that for a living. Just some random rappers, nothing too crazy. Um, and so Lil Wayne had a moment this week where he decided that he was going to have a meeting with Trump. He posted about it, saying he's a cool guy, whatever, whatever. And he had a whole interview, and I'm just like, Wayne, what's happening? What are you doing? Somebody commented on, on Twitter and said, where was all this energy when Birdman was stealing Wayne's money? That's, that's what I would like to know. And I said, oh, wow, wow. Because I think he was saying something, oh, yeah, Trump's going to lower the taxes, da 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 And they were like, well, Wayne, you wasn't paying him from before. Jay-Z had to bail you out when you had tax problems because Birdman was taking all your money. So, 
what's the conversation, sir? You're not familiar with tax paying in the first damn place. So I'm not sure why you're, why you're inserting yourself in the conversation. And then one of my personal favorites, Royce to Five Nine, was like, Lil Wayne is not moving in silence like a G. No, no, he said, he said. Does he, and, um, a Millie Lil Wayne says real G's move in silence like lasagna. Yeah, and, 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 and Royce was like, this is not the same guy who said real G's move in silence like lasagna. Can't be. <laughs> Royce said that's not. He's not doing anything like a gangsta or in silence. Like, it's just, it's just bad all the way around. All the way around. You look crazy, Wayne. Um, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know why you're here. Like, just get help because this ain't it. We want you to win, Wayne. Like, we was genuinely feeling bad when we found out that Birdman had been taking your money and you had been in just dire financial straits. We had been feeling side, bad, but Lil don't do this. Lil Wayne has said crazy things before, too. Oh, he has. So, but I just don't understand why people keep calling upon him or rappers in general well, to do, people to do things. Trump did. I don't know who keeps bringing them forward. I just Trump. I know, but I just because I just want to know they, why it's a strategy in general that people feel like they need to employ in order to reach black Americans. Because they're racist and they think if we get the rappers, we get the black people. Nah. We can bang with their music and not bang with anything they have to say outside of yes. that. Like, I don't know if people get that part. No, but they, they don't know any better because they're yeah. racist. Ah, that damn racism. Rears this ugly head. They think like this, oh, if I just get these rappers, people buy their records. Black people love rappers. We may. We also think they be saying dumb things. All the time. All the time. Or in the music. In the music, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's rappers I like where some of the things they say in songs, I'll be like, I don't, I'm just going to skip that song because that's, I don't like, I don't like. Um, so yeah, yeah. Um, just let's do better. Like, let's not do this, guys. Just, just you're being, you're being used as a pawn. In a, in a scheme set up by Todd to come to us with if, BS. If, so if, just if don't. If we was following rappers, then we would all vote for Kanye West, in which we're not. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know who thought they was going to get Kanye in West which, off. In which we were not doing that. Other rappers were like, nah, bro, I'm not even finna. I'm not even fit to do that. Like, I would never. No. Love him as a person, love his music, would never vote for that dude, ever, in my life. So, yeah, I don't know what's really happening. Moving on. Um, so... Uh, in in entertainment related news, I guess uh, Sean Connery, aka James Bond, passed away at the age of ninety. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't realize he was ninety because I feel like when he was in League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, he was already pretty darn old. Yeah, um, but yeah, he, he was old. He was old for a long time. Old for a long time. But I think his James Bond movies were some of the first one that I saw when I was like younger, and I think. He's kind of like my James Bond. Like that's who I compare all the other James Bonds to. Is him. So I was like, mm, not Sean Connery, but he's ninety. He he's earned the right. He can he can ascend to the heavens. I assume. I don't know. I don't know where he went. I'm assuming he went to heaven though. Rest in peace to Sean Connery. Rest in peace also to Rance Allen. Yeah. Like I was like, what? Rance Allen? Because I was. He 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 did the most. Um, with Bits' vocals I'm not even I'm not even mad But like It was distinctive though Like you knew it was him The moment you heard it And you know I, I was I was in the middle of moving On Saturday And I saw People posting um, I saw a picture But I didn't read the caption I was like Maybe it's his birthday Because you know You can't tell these days So I was like Okay Alright But then I went back And looked a little later And I realized that Um People were posting him because he had passed away. He was 71 years old. I don't think they said um, anything about how he died. 
Um, oh, I'm a liar. Um, apparently, he was he had some kind of medical procedure. Is that That's fine. <laughs> yes, that is that is the legendary, the legendary Bishop Rance Allen. That's Rance Allen, right there. Yes, he was 71 years old. Um, I guess he had some type of medical procedure at Heartland Pro Medica in Ohio, and he passed away uh, as a result of you know whatever the medical procedure was. Um, they didn't go into any further details than that, but um, you know, it's it's still very sad. Like 71 is you know arguably a full life, but it's still. It's still sad, nonetheless. Yeah. Um, you know, so the gospel community will definitely be deeply affected and in mourning for a long time. Yeah. Um, I'm very curious to Kirk see. Kirk Ferguson said he just actually worked with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he would just start putting a song. He was putting a song together. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm sure know. Kirk will finesse it and put it out. Yeah, he's going to probably do Yeah, he's, he's, no, he's, he's going his, to his part was done. Oh, his part was done. Okay. He was, just got to, he was waiting for somebody else to put more vocals on it. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so he's probably going to release that soon. And then um, he had he had a song with Snoop, too, one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sad times, sad times. Word. Um, so Halloween was this past weekend. Um, and, you know, the, the celebrities and the folks come out on Instagram and gave you, give you their costume realness. So to me, the winners are Ciara and Sweetie, the rapper. I saw Sweetie. Yes, Ciara did um, a few looks. She did Cardi B's Invasion of Privacy album cover. She did um, uh, Janet Jackson and Busta Rhymes in Scream. She had on the black leather situation that Janet Jackson had, and she did the whole hair and makeup shebang for that. Um, There were a few others she did that I was like, okay, Miss Ciara. You know who else did really good? Who? The Weeknd. What did the weekend do? Because I don't follow that young man. The Nutty Professor. Okay, he he frightens me that 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 able. Yes, but he he he. Like, I don't usually listen to him, but he was good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Ciara also did Megan The Stallion. She did Nicki Minaj at the Grammys a few years ago when Nicki Minaj had that like leopard outfit and the and the blonde like pompadour thing, and then she also did um. I thought there was another one. I thought she did like five. Uh, okay, I see you, Abel. Okay, I see it. I see it. I see it. Um, Portia Williams from Real Housewives of Atlanta did Cardi B in the money video, I think. And I thought that was cute. Um, Saweetie, she did Destiny's Child in the same in the Bootylicious video. She was Kelly, Beyonce, and Michelle. Gave me looks. Um... She also did her and Quavo were Mystique and Beast from the X-Men. The X-Men fans were in an uproar. They were like, Mystique and Beast didn't even get along. I don't know why she did that. She should have done Mystique and, and who, who was it they said that Quavo should have been instead? Just I think they were saying Quavo should have been Magneto instead or something. I don't know. But it was just like, they obviously wanted to do something with blue paint together, and that's what they did. Let them people be great, okay? But I love their costume as well, so shouts to them. It was cute. Um, <laughs> that's hilarious. I can't. I can't. I can't. My, uh, you gotta go find uh, the weekend. He's he's in his, on, on Instagram. He's, he's like on Instagram. He's in his nutty professor costume going ham. That's a great costume. Yeah. Okay. It is. Like I have to say, I didn't see that one, but that's that's actually amazing. 
I can't. I love it. Yeah, it was good. I love it. I love it. Oh, I haven't seen him last year. What? This is the weekend last year, apparently. Oh, he was a Joker? Yeah. Okay. Whoever's doing the makeup for these things, by the way, is... It's killing it. It's killing it. They're not. They're not playing around with us. They're killing and killing and killing. Killing it. Killing it. Killing it. Um. So, speaking of Halloween costumes, so Lil Nas X, Old Town Road, um, is a Barb. And if you don't know what a Barb is, a Barb is a Nicki Minaj um fan. And so he got dressed as Nicki Minaj in one of her pink. Uh, leotard outfit things And it was a full like If you didn't tell me that was Lil Nas X I would have just thought that was some girl Because it had boobs It had the whole shebang And it was cute He's a barb Let him barb Dave East Random Randomly Seems to have some kind of problem with Lil Nas X Because apparently when Old Town Road came out Dave East was like Yo that song is mad whack I don't know what's going on in hip hop Blah 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 So I guess he saw Lil Nas X um, in the Nicki Minaj costume and was like, Batman things that, me doing like that, blah, 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 blah. And it was just like, why is this bothering you? Like, why are you, why are you worried? Why are you pressed? Why are you, what's the concern, sir? Lil Nas X didn't tag you when he posted the photo. He didn't, he didn't say, hey, Dave East. Look at this. Come look at this. Like, I just feel like Dave East, focus on your rap career. Focus on putting out good music. Um, focus on the things that you need to focus on. And worry less about Mr. Young Nas X. Let that man barb in peace. Yeah, like, if that's what he want to do, that's what he want to do. You don't have to like it. You don't have to agree with it. You don't have to do any of those things. But you, you can do. You just not mind follow. your business. You could not follow him and just mind your business. Yeah. It's very. It's very easy. It's very easy to do. Minding your business is free too. Yeah. It's easy and free. And y'all, y'all, I don't know why people won't do it. Y'all gotta stop following Lecrae. Leave him alone. Just leave Lecrae alone. He's he's through. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sometimes Christians be driving me crazy. Too much. It's hashtag too much. Um, so, speaking of music-related things, the BT Hip Hop Awards was this past weekend, I believe, or last week sometime. Um, the two highlights of it for me, I think, were Toby Nguigwe, um and Jabari Johnson. They did Try Jesus, which we debuted here on uh, season one of... Of uh, the podcast No, no, no. Episode, episode one, one yeah. Of this season of the podcast And then um, they did Eat Which is, you know, personal faith uh, Cut the beat Cut the beat Love it um, So they did that And it was actually, I would say I eat beats, watch me dining That's fine um, And I put that on everything Like Tony Shacker is um, Yeah so that was a really great performance, very energetic, considering that it was like a virtual situation. It's like, yeah, him, yeah. him, him like, yeah, you know, it was they a, had it was like a, they had like, because they bring the whole package. They had dancers, they had vocals, they had like a, a look like visually. Um, it was very coordinated, very chic. I liked it. Um, and his shirt had um, George Floyd Brianna and Breonna Taylor. Taylor on it. It was real nice. Yeah. It was real nice. Um, the other highlight of the awards for me was the Lady South, Lady Cipher with I Want to Be Down. It was Tiana Taylor, her, Erica Badu, and Brandy all giving us rap tees. And I'm like, yes! Yeah. I loved it. it. All four of them. Wrap their tails off. Yeah, I'm with it. It was real good. It was really, really good. That was like super, super exciting. You know, I love me some Brandy. She's great. Wherever she's at, I'm interested. I also enjoy Erica Badu as a rapper. I do. 
She, yes. she, she gives me what I need. But all four of them were great. All four. I definitely... If you, if you don't watch anything else, watch those two things. Um, so I just have a question. I've asked this question several times since March, but I want to ask it again just for clarification. Is COVID over? Uh, no, still, still free. Okay. Um, see, why I had, why I had asked uh-huh. is because um, in Brooklyn and in the Bronx this weekend, this past weekend, there were parties with people in the 300 to 500 number range that were busted um, by the popos. People were throwing Halloween parties with mad people in them. And um, I had thought that we were still in a pandemic, but people didn't think so this weekend. So I just wanted to know, like, for myself, because I've been watching the news and, um, you know, London, Ireland, not London, London's not a country, Great Britain, Scotland, France, like there are countries that are like shutting down again because they're seeing like spikes, second wavy type things. And I'm like, that's where we're headed, people. Because y'all keep having these large functions with no social distancing, no masks, no nothing. So I'm just like, is COVID over? And nobody told me. Two things. Stay home. Stop trying to go out. Like, I know you feel like, oh, it's going down. Okay, yeah, until y'all stupid super spreaders bring it back up because y'all keep going outside. That's, that's number one. Number two, it's always interesting how they conveniently only find the black parties. I don't know if this is what these was black parties. Oh, okay. I just know that they was parties. Okay. I just saw the thing pop up. Because they, they do that all the time. They conveniently find the black parties all the time. And I've, I've definitely have picked up people who are at large halls with people. Mm-hmm. And Uber. So it's not like people act like it's only um, in um, certain neighborhoods. And it'd be, it'd be out east in the ritzy halls. And like it, it's interesting how they, how they try to act like it's only. Yeah, this party in the Bronx, it was in some warehouse with more than 550 people. Uh, 20 people were arrested um, as a result of this. Looking at the crowd, I see, at least in this picture, I don't see no black people. Oh, okay. Um, the one in Brooklyn, I did not okay. see a picture of. Then, then that's right. But like they, they have been doing that. But okay, I'll, I'll, I digress. Nah, listen, no, don't get me, like, I mean, out east is where they're wilding, too, because I think earlier this summer, they were, um, there were some issues out in, like, uh, the Hamptons and stuff like that, where people was wilding, because they felt like, oh, can't nobody see me? Can't nobody see me, son? Yeah, so there was another one, and oh, yeah, I see black people in this Brooklyn one, but it looked, it looked like a more mixed up crowd of people um, in this one in Brooklyn. So they, they, the one in Brooklyn had, like, almost 500 people in it, too. Um, so yeah, I don't know what okay. people were doing, but apparently the Popos was outside watching for a couple of hours. Like, oh, so they're just gonna have a whole party party. Oh, okay, all right, okay, okay. And then they pulled up and was like, canceled. Yeah, canceled. I, I see, I see massive amounts of people in there. That's what I see. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, all right. people need to stop playing. Um, new music. Oh, sorry. Also, before we move on, so. I'm not going to say it's white people. But you are going to say. I want to say is people who go to the to go to parties and just be kissing. Random people. Why would you do that? 
in my seems, Uber, 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 Uber travels, I see people are still doing that. And I don't, <laughs> and I don't understand why you're doing kissing around people in COVID times. <laughs> I just don't understand. Like, I've heard people like, yeah, like, so you're, you're still just out here just kissing random people? Apparently. COVID? Apparently. There's people out here risking it. Yeah. And people are out in bars with no mask on. Yeah. Yeah. With, like, people going out, going out on Friday and Saturday nights. Because, like, they don't put the mask on until they're about to get in my car. Basically. I don't know what's happening. I don't know either. Um, <laughs> I want nothing to do with it. So That's you're just going to kiss random people with... When cold was that way? Just yeah, you like you gotta just basically like fumigate the car at the end of every. No, I, I do. I have, to, I, I have to spray it and. You spray, spray and wipe. Yep. Cause I'm oh wipe me down. I'm oh. Sorry. Sorry. So so, so stressful. Yeah, it sounds that way. All right. Uh, do music. New music. So uh, Busta Rhymes, Extinction Level Event Busta. Two, um, came out this Friday. Um, the Chris, album is kind of fly. The album is kind of fly. Um, Chris Rock is narrating similar to how he narrated um, T.I.'s, uh, what album was that? Dime Trap. So if you listen to Dime Trap, then you know Chris Rock is in there. No, he did not. Chris Rock didn't do Dime Trap. Chris Rock did, was it Rick Ross's album? Rick Ross's album. That was Dave Chappelle. Yeah, that was Dave Chappelle. Chris Rock did, um, um, Rick Ross's album, I think, Port of Miami, too. Um, so it's it's a similar situation. And Chris Rock just be just talking. You know how Chris Rock talks. So it's just super aggressive, super loud. But, you know, it's it's fantastic. It's great. I love it. Um, go listen to that Extinction Level at Level Event 2 album. Um, Trippy Red put out an album. Um, Toby and PJ Morton, the song that we played earlier, um, Ashamed. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's out there. Um, the Icebox King, Omarion, also put out an album. The Icebox King. Nah, that's not that's not an accurate uh, reflection of 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 Omarion. I thought so. The Icebox, where his heart used to be. Yeah. I mean, he's a Scorpio, so I don't really know if he ever had a heart to begin with. But you know, we, we have a Scorpio daughter, Kristen. We do. And you, what, you talk about Scorpios. And from what the streets have said. They're a little special. Uh, so yeah, Omarion's well, album is called the the Connection. What's, oh, I was saying it's, it's that? bus rhymes. Um, yeah, it's fine. Yes, Omarion's um, album is called the Connection. Uh, that's out. Outcast released a deluxe edition of Stankonia to celebrate 20 years of the album. Uh, so cop that if you never got the original Stankonia. Get into it. Get into it. Um, Common released you, an album. I'm yeah. oh, sorry. Go ahead. Common released an album. Wizkid released an album. Um, Queen Nija, who I just discovered Queen Nija is her actual real name. Um, so shouts to her mom for thinking ahead and thinking her child was going to be like a star. Um, and giving her a name that was appropriate for that. And um, Eric Bellinger also released an album. I love Eric Bellinger. He's like just a cool, smooth R&B situation. So yeah, that's, that's the new music that came out. Um, this week So if you're looking For something new Check it out Get into it Okay Get into it Word 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 Get word, into word. it Ay 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 So yeah That was Anything else You want to bring up Music wise huh. Things wise um, I'm pretty excited About the Buster Rhymes album If you've not heard it You should probably Listen to it Word, word. It's what word. New York Sounds like Word I think my favorite Songs on it Are the one with Anderson Pack, mm-hmm. the one that vibes cartel, mm-hmm. um, and the one where he's like 
describing the experience of like dealing with his baby mother and seeing with Rhapsody with Rhapsody yes mm -hmm. those are my faves so far so yeah go go listen to it get your life the one with Kendrick is good too I can't remember that one I probably gotta listen to it again mm -hmm. but yeah great album get into it check it out thank god it's not one of those 10 song albums because my god those end so fast you're like oh god it's over um, just when I'm starting to get into it they just cancelled it Yeah. so yeah that's it. That's all we got. Um, we gonna pack this thing up, take yeah. it home, um, cause we got things to do. We gonna catch you later. Word. We gonna catch you later. We gonna catch you, catch you later. Yeah. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. And with that said, until we, next time, we, we bid, bid you, you adieu. adieu. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. It's the All Love No Fear Podcast. Hey. It's hey. the All Love No Fear Podcast. Hey. Check hey. us out. Hey. It's the All Love Oh No Fear Podcast. Podcast. Uh huh, uh huh. All Love Oh No Fear Podcast. Hey.